This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing new Firehouse Pairs. Pair your favorite small sub with a signature side, like the awesome five cheese mac and cheese. And remember, a portion of every purchase at Firehouse Subs goes towards helping first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating in locations only, Firehouse Subs will donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase. This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing new Firehouse Pairs. Pair your favorite small sub with a signature side, like the awesome five cheese mac and cheese. And remember, a portion of every purchase at Firehouse Subs goes towards helping first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations only, Firehouse Subs will donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Let's Talk Adult. My name is Glenn King. My Twitter is GlennKingXXX. That's G-L-E-N-N-K-I-N-G-X-X-X. And I'm flying solo today. Don't have my regular partner, Jim Williams, as we bring you part four of our AVN Interviews edition. So I had so much fun. I went out to the show. I talked to lots of people that I've known for many years. I talked to porn star performers. I talked to uh, femdom performers. I talked to producers. I talked to other people in the industry like photographers and those associated with our testing system. This was a blast and and I really look forward to going back next year and doing it again. So here we are with, uh, with part four. So just to run down who we're talking to. This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing new Firehouse Pairs. Pair your favorite small sub with a signature side, like the awesome five cheese mac and cheese. And remember, a portion of every purchase at Firehouse Subs goes towards helping first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations only, Firehouse Subs will donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase. To today, we have the great Astro Domino, one of the top doms in the world. She talks about uh, things that have made her successful. Daisy Ducati, who is a fetish performer and also a porn performer. Um, very interesting, very interesting person. Always has something great to say. Samantha Mack, down from Canada. She is a pro wrestler slash big boobed model uh, slash porn performer as well. Then we talked to Jen from Talent Testing Services. Now, Talent Testing Services is one of the companies that provides a testing for performers. Performers cannot perform in a scene unless they have been tested and cleared of sexually transmitted diseases within the last 14 days. So you can hear from her about how the system works and why it's been so effective over the last uh, 20 years or so. Then we talked to Claudia Valentine, one of the most classically beautiful performers in the business. Then we meet a producer named Jay Bang. Jay is a relatively new producer. He shares with us what he has learned out here uh, at the AVN show this year and talks to us about what's made him successful. Then Sierra Lynch. Sierra, one of the one of the great doms of all time, has a new movie coming out that is a mainstream movie, and it sounds really exciting. We'll talk to her about that. Naomi Starr talks to us about her transformation into a fitness performer, a fitness model. 
And then Gia Vendetti fills us in on what her last year has been like in the industry. Extraordinarily beautiful Gia Vendetti. And then we finish it off with fetish performer uh, and very hot lady Eve Battelle. So a lot to get to. Let's get right to it with uh, AVN interview number one. Here's Astrodomina. All right, everybody, Glenn King back with another um, hottie. And this one is one of the elites of the world of female domination. Uh, so I've known her for a few years, but I've, I've watched her ascend from, you know, somebody that's just doing webcam stuff to somebody that really sort of exists in the upper echelon of the business. And now you're the one that's, like, giving advice to everybody. And people look up to you. So this is Astro Domina, everybody. Hello. Hi, guys. So Astro... Tell, how did you get started? Because I know you were cams first, yes. and then you sort of became a dom yes. naturally. Um, well, first, uh, the main issue was on cam, I I usually, I usually fight with my regulars. Because then what happens is when you create a rapport with your with, with a person, or they just become too comfortable. Yeah. And then they, you know, they, they tell you to do things that you know that you're not comfortable with. And then they yes. keep pushing because, you know, he's a, he's a regular. And then... So I've encountered that time and time again, and so I've, I've realized, you know what, this may not, camping may not be the, you know, the root for me. So I've found um, uh, Femdom Production or Fetish uh, Films, and then I started creating, uh, recording my own videos, and then, uh, and then I realized it's a, it's a, a, a root that I enjoy so much more. Yeah. And then, you know, I just started um, progressing in that arena, and now I think I'm. Uh, one of the top Asian uh, female doms in uh, currently. So. If not the top female Asian dom, if not the top dom in the world. I mean, you're in the discussion. <laughs> I hope if so. I was doing, I don't know if even, were you, were you there? So a few years ago, I got tired of no awards going to yeah. femdom people at ABN, so I started my own awards show. Uh, I had oh, the femdom yeah. awards. Yeah, I do, I do remember that. Yeah. And then, so the first thing is that Aiden Starr and I sat down and we we're like, who are the top doms? in the business because we want to recognize we want to have a best best dom award of the year Uh, and Matress Madeline won but we had but now your name would be right in that discussion we're having it oh wow what's the next one what's the next uh, award I'm never doing it again it was so much work (laughs) that it destroyed my life for like three months and so I should sell the URL to somebody and let somebody else do it yeah Uh, okay so but webcamming you know this will lead us into the next thing yeah so webcamming is great and terrible for, for the same reason, in that yeah. the guys are anonymous. Yeah. And so, on one hand, it's awesome. They can tell you the dirtiest fantasies they have in their head. Yeah. And then you learn, as a performer, to get into the heads of the guys. Correct. Yeah. The negative is that they're anonymous. Yeah. And they say the most awful things. And and it's very, like, I hope people that are listening understand. Yeah. They hear you. They, yeah. they block you. They delete you. All that stuff. Yeah. But you're still making it awful for everybody when yeah. you go in these rooms yeah, so, and abuse them. So a, uh, a performer, a female performer, a female dominatrix, or anyone who is very vulnerable, who puts her entire life on the internet, is, you know, we, we get a lot of people, anonymous people, just sending us weird, not weird stuff, but like their most 
intimate, just no holds barred fantasies. Yeah. And then, and then, I mean, to a point where it's all, it almost sounds abusive. Yeah. And then they can just vanish out of thin air and never come back. And you know, you're kind of left with this, with this situation where you get these people every single day. And then it's all, yeah, um, it's almost like an attack to, uh, to your personality. But at the same time, what happens is because you get these people coming at you every single day, you develop a, like a shield. Like you become stronger. You become more. Um, uh, you, you develop thicker skin yeah. for these kind of stuff. Yeah, you have to. So you, you're really happy. It's, it's the only way to survive uh, the business. So um, that's one piece of advice that I can give out there to all the models: is that learn how to get a thicker skin and don't take uh, don't take these things too seriously. Yeah. Okay, here's the advice that I need to pick your brain about yeah. that I want to give to the doms that are out there these days. Because yeah. uh, you know there was a documentary that came out which spawned a whole new generation of, of doms that wanted to get into this. Yeah. And I watch all day from afar on Twitter doms complaining yeah. that you know guys aren't tributing enough before yeah. they're willing to talk to them. And I watched okay. one today who said, um, she said, if you expect anything in return, yeah. you're doing it wrong. Yeah. And I've got, I, you know, I'm not, I can't really respond to people on Twitter and say, hey, let me give you some advice because they yeah. don't want to hear from a guy. Yeah. But that's completely wrong. Yeah. And and um, I'm glad you agree with me. Yeah, I, I definitely do agree with you. It's um, BDSM, Femdom, it, it takes two to tango. Yes. You know, it's not a one-way relationship. And no matter how... Uh, no matter what what we all think, uh, what femdom is and what BDSM is, it's not going to survive if not for uh, if not for a collection of people coming together and you know like uh, thriving in this community. Yeah. So, so for example, like if if a if a femdom, now a financial dominator, yeah. you know, says, oh, you know, pay to play or like this is you know. Um, you tribute me, spoil me. Well, guess what? It's, you know, there's no such there's no such thing as a free lunch. Ah, you said it, and this is thing I can't no say to these girls. Such thing. It would be a, a unicorn if there really is a guy out there who wants nothing in return, yeah, yeah. not even attention. Yeah. Then that's a white buffalo or a unicorn. Yeah. Or whatever. I, I have I have guys like spend thousands and thousands of dollars on me, like. Um, with me, but these are the guys who would buy, who would uh, see my videos, who would email me, and I would respond. To them. There's still some sort of a, some sort of like catering, like a service return, um, because these guys don't just get off. These guys are not idiots. Yeah. Okay. They have fantasies. Yeah. And once these fantasies are uh, uh, are scratched, um, and you want them to come back to you, well, guess what? You're gonna have to do something yeah. uh, to make them come back. Yeah. So, like I said, it's, it takes two to tango. It's not a one-way street. And, I mean, for some of these girls, they will realize in time that, uh, you know, it, it takes it takes work for yeah. you to actually earn that money. And to actually yeah. understand what your customers want. Yeah. Maybe there is yeah. one that just wants to be ignored. Yeah. But a lot of them just want attention, being told what and to do. Even, even those guys who want to be ignored, they want to hear your voice. Yeah. They want to know what you're doing. Is she driving? Is she taking a shower? Hour? Is she peeing? Is she reading a book? You know, so even 
even an ignore line sometimes is like there's still a service being returned. So, so they're ignoring is not nothing. Um, yeah. it's, ignoring is not nothing, and they need to understand that. Okay, last topic before I yeah. get to your social media and where yeah. people can find you. If I believe what I'm reading on the internet on yeah. Twitter, yeah. the fact that you've been naked yeah. has ruined your career, and so you're dead in the oh, water. No. You're not making any money. Is that right? <laughs> Absolutely false. If anything, my videos where I'm nude yeah. make a, a kind of uh, make a whole lot more uh, make make me a lot of money. Yes, that's that's what I'm trying to say. Sorry, all this music and all this noise is like confusing me. Um, but at the same time, I only my nude videos, all my videos, in fact, all of my services and all of my products always have a uh, a kink or fetish right. aspect in it. It's never like vanilla. Yeah. It's never just a boring, you know, me getting fucked by a guy. There's always an elemental fetish in there. So, yeah, I mean, plus, like, I have a great body. Why would I hide it? Right. You know what I mean? So. Uh, so the message out there for doms is that you can be whatever you want as yeah. a dom. Yeah. You, you do not have to. Don't listen to anybody that tells yes. you 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 can't be naked or yeah. you can't be sexual or yes, whatever. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And I've seen your I've seen your stuff. I, I love your cuckold scenes. Thank you. Yeah. I love them too. Every time I make them, <laughs> I have to masturbate after a filming session because it's so hot. Yeah. You know, and I'm. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. And it, and you have the same view of cuckolding that I do. Yeah. yeah. Which is that. A, Two people fucking in front of somebody yeah. is okay. Technically, that's cuckolding, yeah. but that's not what I want to see. What yeah. you know, when I'm making a cuckold video, yeah. I want it to help the sub find his way down to the the lowest point in his life, the most submissive place he can be. Okay. So I want the 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 dom to be a complete bully taunting him. Yeah. And in my cuckold scenes, yeah. the the bull yeah. is a bigger dick than than even the yeah. dom. Like we're we're the dom in my scenes is always fucking the bully that beat him up in high school oh, really? or the guy okay. that okay. Um, okay. stole everything from yeah. him in the office or oh my god you're giving me ideas here Glenn <laughs> absolutely yeah I'm, like, I mean, taking, I'm taking mental notes just so you know steal all my ideas I, it's fine I mean there is no in our industry there is only um, uh, honoring each other by yeah. using similar concepts that's what yeah. Rodney Moore said to me 20 years ago Wait, when what did I first he say? got in the industry say that again? well I, t- I talked to Rodney Moore yeah. who he's up there in Seattle Okay. Um, okay. He's a very interesting guy who makes porn videos that are all POV mostly. Or, or not all POV, but anyway, I went to Rodney. I met him at a party, and I said, yeah. man, I've, I've stolen so many of your ideas. And he said, um, not stolen. You've, you've uh, Imitation is the best form of flattery. Influence, yeah. though. Influence. He said you were oh, influenced influence. by yeah. me. Yeah, influence. Okay. And, okay. and I, I feel like, like I'm proud if I get an idea yeah. and I see somebody else doing it. Yeah, it's so, actually a great idea. Like, right? their lowest form. Like putting a sub in their lower form, like really degrading them, humiliating, and then they can, they kind of uh, you know find themselves in that in, in that space. I call it bully cuckold. So that brings us to uh, your your stuff. Tell yeah. everybody where they can buy your stuff and find your stuff. Yes. So uh, you can go and buy my stuff on um, astrodominavideos.com or I want astrodomina.com as well. So two sites, astrodominavideos.com and then astro I want astrodomina. There, we go. there you go. Everybody go check her out. It's Astro Domina. She's yeah. like one of the best in the business, if not the best. So um, <laughs> if you're you. in the female Thank domination you. at all, you need to know Astro Domina. Yes. There you go. Thank Astro Domina. You. 
right, everybody. Glenn King back with another hot interview. It's one of my really favorite people in the industry. It's the exotically beautiful Daisy Ducati. Hi. So, Daisy, the thing I like about you is that you're not, you can't be put into a box. You represent <laughs> every nationality and every religion and every idea that anyone's ever come up with. And you just have fun when you're shooting porn. Oh, yeah. It's like, how would you describe yourself if you could sort of sum up who you are? Um, that's a good question. I mean, it depends on the day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It really does. I've done it all, and I do it all, and I fucking love it. Um, I guess I would describe myself as sadistic and fun. And kinky. Don't and forget kinky. kinky. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's funny. You're on kink.com a lot, which makes a lot of sense because you're just super kinky. Yeah. What's the kinkiest scene that you think you've done? No, Like, I've done a lot of really weird stuff. Um, I put a lot of weird things in my butt. Yes, of course. And I think one of the kinkiest scenes was with Mona Wales and Nina Hartley for yeah. everything but. We did, like, lube enemas and anal fisting and just, like, a lot of crazy butt stuff. Great. So that was pretty cool. I got to, like, poop lube into a bucket. Wonderful. <laughs> um, and I ate gummy worms out of Mona's ass. That was pretty fun. That's beautiful. Um... Yeah. Like, if I could tell people what you drive, it would most help people understand. So can I, can I say this on the yeah. air? All right. So it's funny because, so Daisy drives a hearse. So I actually don't drive the hearse anymore because it's broken. Oh, okay. I'm so upset about it. Yeah. Everything broke. Aww. And I'm still trying to fix it because I really love that car. <laughs> so Daisy was driving a hearse, and when she showed up to our set, apparently somebody confused the movie um, Night Shift with real life and decided that if a hot-looking girl pops out of a hearse, then somebody must be running a sex trafficking ring. So the police came <laughs> to our building and were like, hey, are you running a sex trafficking wing at, a ring out of here? That was a weird day. So we said to the cops, no, we shoot porn. And they go, oh, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. That was weird. I don't know why why they needed to call the cops. We weren't even, like, doing anything. I know. <laughs> That's just the weirdness of Las Vegas. Um, all right. What are you producing of your own these days? You got an OnlyFans and a Sex Panther and all that yeah, stuff? Yeah, all of it. Um, so I do have an OnlyFans. I'm just Daisy Ducati on OnlyFans. Um, you can find me on Sex Panther, Night Flirt, um, Verified Call. And I also have WhatIFuckingWant.com, which is femdom. It's um, a pretty broad spectrum of femdom. There's a lot of, like, POV, jerk-off instruction type stuff. And there's uh, there's some girl-girl femdom. Lots of fun stuff Good. to watch. WhatIFuckingWant.com. Yes. Okay. Uh, and also, just so people know, that Daisy used to be a stripper, and you still dance occasionally. Yeah. And then, so she was maybe the inventor of the dom dance. <laughs> yes. I love giving sadistic lap dances. And there's quite a demand also. Who knew? Um, and I can make a lap dance. I can make it sensual. I can make it painful. I yeah. can make it uncomfortable. I can make it really exciting. And I fucking love it. All right. So watch her Twitter. And if she's dancing in a city near you or doing a feature appearance, you need this. Trust me, especially if you're a sub. It's Daisy Ducati. Uh, yeah. That's your Twitter's Daisy Ducati, right? Yeah. 
Twitter and Instagram. And Instagram, Daisy Ducati. All right, go check her out. And Venmo. And Venmo, yeah. <laughs> or just send her money. Yeah. All right, everybody, Daisy Ducati. Thanks. Okay, peeps, let's take a quick moment to talk about our sponsor, BlueChew.com. Now, I am a 50-year-old male who performs in adult videos. People ask me all the time, how do you do it? How do you do it? And I tell them, well, the biggest secret I can give you is BlueChew, BlueChew.com. BlueChew has the world's first chewable supplements that has the active ingredients, the same ones that are in Viagra and Cialis. Chewable means, A, it's tasty. It really does taste good. But also, that means that it's going to uh, take effect a lot more quickly than a regular pill that does the same thing. I take them right before I go to set or maybe when I'm already on set. And just a few minutes later, for me personally, it takes about 30 minutes or so to hit. Um, Blue Chew is shipped from right here in the United States. So you don't have to get your product from China or India or any of those places. And it's easy to get. You just go online, fill out a little box, and say, here's my problem. I need help getting erections. A doctor reviews it. And bam, you got stuff in the mail. And here's the thing. Don't take my word for it. Don't trust me. Trust yourself. Give it a try. You can try it using my promo code for free. Yep, that's right. So go to bluechew.com. That's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. And then you're going to enter the promo code ADULT, A-D-U-L-T, at checkout. They're going to ship it to you. Uh, they're going to charge you $5 for shipping. And they're going to give you your first pills for free so that you can try it out and then you will see that I'm the real deal. I don't lie to you people. I'm a straight shooter and I, and I uh, only endorse products that I really use and enjoy. So there you go. Give that a try. Go to bluechew.com and enter promo code ADULT at checkout. Get you some free erection pills. Okay, everybody. Glenn King back with, with another incredible podcast interview here. This time, it's with one of my favorite big boob models in the world. <laughs> Um, in the world. In the world. Yes. She's amazing. She's beautiful and curvy and wonderful. She's done femdom. She's done a little bit of yeah. pro wrestling type stuff yep. I've seen. She's the great Samantha Mack. Yay. Yay. All right, Samantha. So what have you got going on? You've always got so many things going on. Oh, God. I have so much going on. We are launching a membership site. So Mac Movies is changing from a clip store to a membership site. Uh, we were going to do it right before AVN, but we didn't want to be drowned out by all the AVN news. So as soon as I get back to Vancouver, because we're from Canada, uh, we'll be launching a new membership site. Um, we'll do video on demand. We'll do uh, membership-only live streaming previews of how and what we do while we're filming. Uh, but we'll still keep all our clip sites up and running. Um, we're still working with other companies. We're still doing virtual reality. But the new big thing right now is our membership site. And then next year's big new thing is Mac Men. Mac Men. Yes. Because I'm surrounded by hot, gorgeous men. And there's a bunch of hot, gorgeous men out there who want to see them. So. Okay. Mac Men. What is it, though? Mac Men. Well, we're going to start off with male erotica. And we're going to move as the... Uh, as the audience encourages. Okay, so this is a site of men, and of it's aimed men. At, at the females who like it and gay males it's that want to see anybody it. Who anybody who wants to see hot, hot men. men. Okay, doesn't gotcha. matter who you are. If you want to see hot men, we got them. Yeah. 
so because there's a lot of hot dudes up in Vancouver. I don't know if you have a lumberjack fetish, but I sure do. <laughs> I don't, but a lot of my <laughs> listeners do, I think. So, um, yeah, no, that's yeah. very exciting news there. And let me give you some shocking news here. When you get your membership site going, yes. you will not lose one inch of Clip Store sales. That's what people have been saying, yeah. and I really hope it's real. It's real. I've been doing it for years. Um, my membership site makes 20 times what I make on my Clip Stores. I need to hurry up then. Yeah. And so I've never had a problem. And I'm always amazed that people still go to my clip stores yeah. and buy, even though... So there are 1,500 scenes on Mean Bitches. Wow. And people will still go to my clip stores and pay $15 for one scene. Good for them. Yeah. And they're like, I ask them sometimes, you know you could have gotten the whole damn thing. And they say, I like to pick and choose. I'm fine. Yep. I, I just want the one scene at a time. Good. Oh, that's so encouraging. Now, do you do VR as well? I have experimented in virtual reality a little bit. Um, for us, it, it hasn't... I, okay, I love VR scenes. I've seen every VR scene yeah. that you've done. I have an Oculus at you've home. You've seen every one I've done? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm a member, I'm paying member of sexlikereal.com. Nice. And then they bought all, all of the old um, Holo Girl yep. scenes. Oh, thank so. you. <laughs> Likewise. So, I mean, I think it's amazing sitting underneath you and watching your big butt come up oh, and yeah. down in the camera and, uh, and and the anal sex one yep. and the, you know, I mean, your scenes are, your VR scenes are great. I've had a little trouble figuring out the equation that makes it, um, makes it make sense for me to go to all the trouble of making one of those, the 10 times it takes to take, um, editing takes 10 times editing. as long, and then it's not making me more money than my normal stuff, yeah. and I'm like, really a one-man team. Really? Yeah. I don't. Wow, you do a lot of work. I've been in the business for 17 years. I would years assume you had a whole edit. team working for you. You do a lot. I have a lot of different websites and all that stuff, but I do all my own editing wow. and all my own DVDs. And wow. I got one production manager who helps me, but other than that, it's a small thing. And I feel like that's how you stay in business forever is you learn how to do it all yourself, and then you supplement yourself with some more people. Yep. Um, but tell me about what you're doing with VR because Ooh. I believe it is the future. I just don't know if it's... Yet, but it's it's coming. Well, I was I was working pretty heavily with Hollow Girls VR, um, and now our team is split up. We're all working in different areas now, and I'm I haven't done. I mean, I just shot VR yesterday. I haven't done VR in so long. Never, I did it yesterday. But not since yesterday. <laughs> not since yesterday. Um, so I'm just on the performer side of it now. Before I was writing and doing all sorts of behind the scenes and PAing sets and really working hand in hand with the editors to make good scenes. Now I'm just like, do you need tits on camera? Okay, I'll show up. Good. Because I have VR cameras. I've shot my own content before, but like you said, the editing is you do. You need a team to get that job done. And yeah. at the end of the day, they sell the same way a regular scene sells. Right. And I don't know if the world is ready or if I'm ready yet. So if there was a huge demand and my audience was like, no, we want to see VR, I would hustle and figure it out a lot faster. But right now, people are like, oh, well, I can watch it on my cell phone. It's fine. I'm good. It's good that you've done some, yeah. you're ready, you know how the technology works, yeah. because as somebody who, like, that's the only porn I watch, I do it when I'm high, oh. um, and so, like, honestly, listeners, um, you know, like, if you get really high and you strap that headset mm -hmm. on, you really feel like you're in the action, and it's really cool, and you can you can do things that you never would have done. As an the, example... The standing POV, like, right. even sober, it just trips me out so much. I love it. Well, if somebody would have asked me, would you like a girl to pee on you? I would have said, no, absolutely not. Disgusting. <laughs> but, I mean, I, and I don't, I don't fetish shame anybody. I think it's great. Um, I whatever would have taken you for You would think. <laughs> but maybe I am now because I watched um, the Czech fetish VR yes. site. 
has these amazing videos where the girl stands above and pees on you, and I'm high as shit, and I'm laying in my bed watching this girl pee on me. Oh my god, yes. And I'm like, well, this is fucking hot. I and was you're totally staying dry. Yeah. Right? And I'm not. It's the best yeah. of both worlds. Uh, I would never have thought to pee directly on a person in VR, but that must be amazing. First time I ever edited my own footage, I knew, because I acted in the video, I knew that I pulled my panties off and stuffed them in the viewer's mouth. But while editing it, I don't, and I knew it was coming. I didn't forget. Yeah. I knew it, and I literally fell backwards in my chair trying to get my face out of the way of these panties that were coming at me. <laughs> and at that point, I was like, I'm sold. I get what people like this. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's, the problem is, you know, and now we're really sort of going off into tech stuff, but you have to aim yourself really carefully yeah. and you, you don't have a monitor so people that are listening you gotta understand when you normally shoot a video you're watching in a monitor to mm -hmm. make sure everything looks good VR unless you got really high-end equipment you're not seeing it until it's done and if you didn't aim the butthole right at the camera or the pussy right at the camera exactly. the ass right at the camera you, you, you the viewer the everything is going to the side of your face mm -hmm. And the Holo Girls videos were a lot of them were made back in the way beginning too. Right with those archaic cameras. Yeah. Like. Yeah. That don't even really like, match so up all that well. It was to be one of the first the... people on VR, but now we're like, oh man, those scenes are so archaic now. Yeah. <laughs> like no one's using that technology anymore. That's good. Yeah. I don't know what they have. Um, all right. So what's um, where can people find you? First of all, let's make sure they have all your social medias. Well, I'm really shadow banned. So type in. At the Samantha Mac, M A C K, like the truck, not the makeup. Um, and then click search. It, it will show up. It'll show up in somebody else's tag. But Twitter has me so shadow banned. I can't even find my own account. But it is the Samantha Mac um, across the board on absolutely everything. Um, and then macmovies.com currently is linked to our clip site, but that'll be changing pretty fast. One more question for you. It's an area that I'm fascinated with. Um, you are one of the the doms over the last few years who has decided that this this unwritten rule of doming that says a dom can't be naked and a dom can't do sex stuff is just a stupid rule that somebody made up. And you've gone out and done your own thing. Oh yeah. And has that resulted in any negatives for you? No, or? not at all. Like I mean, I'm naked half the time, anyways, but. Um, I've never had anyone complain except for, I would say, new doms who yes. who are like, no, no, you have to stand this way. You have to wear that outfit. You can only think this way. And I was like, I can I can still be dominant whether I'm wearing clothes or not. I can be dominant whether I'm, I'm getting fucked or not. Like, I still think it's very dominant if I have you strapped down and I'm fucking you. I, that's still pretty dommy of me because I'm getting off. I don't care if you do. But um, nobody has has ever complained and all of my all of my fans who are submissive are even more loyal now they're Absolutely. like I'll buy your DVDs they don't even care like there's a scene where I'm not acting dominant at all and they're like we understand it's okay and I'm like alright cool so what advice would you give to the newer younger dom who's kind of oh. thinking about <laughs> it and you know, people are telling oh, her not to do it and girl I would just say don't wait for somebody else's permission. Like, don't ever wait for permission. Do what you want to do. Yeah. And if you want to twerk, then twerk. If you want to uh, have an orgasm, have an orgasm. If you want to be naked and and make that cock give you pleasure or pussy or hand or whatever, just do it. Because, I mean, really, at the end of the day, 
at the end of this all, you're going to have to look back on your life and laugh at the stories. We're all just stories in the end. Don't sit around waiting for somebody else's permission for you to have fun. Just do it. There you go. Just do it. That's advice from Samantha Mack. Just do The it. best booze <laughs> in the business, Samantha Mack. Thank you for coming on. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right, Glenn King back here. It's a very special interview that we're doing now with the great Jen from TTS. And TTS stands for Talent Testing. And what happens is uh, this is where talent goes to get tested for SC, uh, sexually transmitted diseases before they can perform in a scene. So people are always curious about how it works. So I think it's a great idea to go to the source. Let's ask her how it works, how she got started, all that kind of stuff. Jen, thank you so much for doing this interview. Because I know you don't do a lot of interviews. First thing I want to know is, can you give sort of give us the history of the business a little bit? Because your mom was really one of the founders of AIM, right? She she's, she started at AIM in 2002. So from there, I came in and been testing ever since since 2007. Yeah. So. So AIM was really the first big testing facility for our performers, and it it changed the business because before that, it was were just um, hey, I'm clean. I'm, I'm clean. okay. I hope. Yeah, yeah, take a look at me, inspect closely. Do you see any diseases? If not, yeah. well, and then so we start testing. Encourage people to still inspect people before they start shooting. Yeah, whether they do it, it's up to them. So, and testing has evolved a lot. Back then, it was just HIV, gonorrhea, and chlamydia, and every six months, testing for syphilis. Right. So, just within the last six years, I think they incorporated syphilis and hepatitis and trichomoniasis. So, yeah, every two weeks. Right. So back then, well, first off, in, before 2004, I think they were testing sporadically. After that, we went to a 30-day testing system. But now we're on a 14-day testing system. Right. To keep the viruses and the bacteria contained to a smaller population. So it could be treated and they can get back to work sooner rather than later not spreading it around. Yeah. The good news for people is that you can't get a disease on a set unless the other person has a disease on set. And this is the, the misnomer that for some reason people think that dirty porn sets can spawn sexually transmitted diseases. But it doesn't work that way. Somebody has to bring it in from the outside. Right. So I was one of those people like, ooh. But once I started working with performers and seeing how they test, then I start looking at people at bars that way like, hmm, when was the last time they were tested? That's kind of gross. So the safest people that have relationships with and they know their sexual health. Yeah, so correct me if I'm wrong, but the real danger that we have in our industry um, really comes from when a performer goes outside the industry to a party or whatever and has unprotected sex with somebody who's not tested. And as long as we're working with tested people, we're safe. We're Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Even performers will have their partners test and before they go have sexual relationships, more often than not, they'll have them test as well. So they're looking out for their coworkers. Yeah. Essentially. So it's it's a great system. It's I mean, working very effectively. Very effectively. I don't think there's been an onset recorded transmission of HIV since two thousand four. 
four, is Correct. that right? Correct. That's a long time to go. And you think about how many people test, how often, and times that by, what, 17 years? That's, that's really good. Okay, so explain the process. This is the last question here. Explain the process of, well, so somebody comes in to get tested, what happens if their test comes back either positive or inconclusive? So if they test positive for, let's say, chlamydia or gonorrhea, we'll get a hold of the doctor, the doctor will talk to the patients, get their pharmacy number, get them their medication, and within a week they can retest. Yeah. And then they're good to work. And do you call all their friends and tell them that they got a disease? We'll ask them, hey, who, do you know who your partners were? Yeah. And we go from there. Yeah, yeah. So but you do, you have very strict privacy rules is what I was getting very, We are completely HIPAA compliant. So you can't even tell... Them who they were exposed by. Yeah, you can't even call producers and say, hey, careful, don't shoot this person. Um, because your privacy depends on... First, they, you have to give permission for that, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. So, talent is completely in control on who can see their results, who we could tell. If they want everything private, we have to go private. So, even that's evolved since 2002. Yeah, so I feel like sometimes talent won't want to get tested because they know they're positive already and they don't want to end up... Having um, a bad test, so... Having a bad test and then having everyone know about it, and I think they just need to understand that your it's, privacy is up to you. All right, so if we want to make sure people know how to find talent testing, um, so what's the website? Talenttestingservice.com. Okay. You create your account, you log in, and that's how you're going to find your results, so if you're on set, hey, you can just pull it right up there. There's no falsifying if you're logging in right in front of the other talent. So it's a great process, and it's a great system. And you have affiliates all over the country, so even if you're in another city, you can still get tested. Yes, and even in Canada. So how do they, they just go to the website and find yep. the nearest location to them? Mm-hmm. All right, so again, go to Talent Testing Services or Service? Service. Service.com. No matter what city you're in, or if you're in Los Angeles or Las Vegas or Miami, I think you're three main places. And Oakland. And Oakland. So there you go. Go get tested. Even if you're one of our people listening to the show who's not a performer, everyone should, should get tested. Talking. Know okay. your status. Yes. All right. Thank you so much. The great Jen. Jen from Talent Testing Service. Thank you very much. Thank you. I just want to hug you. Hey everybody, Glenn King back with another AVN interview and it's actually, I'm on the floor, but it's quiet enough we can hear for once, so this is an exciting one. This is one of the hottest women in the history of the business, I kid you not. It's the beautiful Claudia Valentine, I've known her for about 10 years. She got in the industry, she got out of the industry, she got back in the industry. What's changed since um, your first time around? Um, I just have my website back up, and um, I just feel like I'm in it for, for what I want to do, and I just feel like I'm killing it more or less right now, and, and I'm blonde, and I have a new persona, more, a new look, and uh, trying to go with it. Yeah. Um, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I love the blonde hair on you. I think that looks really good. So, you're considered a MILF performer, is this yeah. correct? And were you up for the MILF of the year or something? Or? No, I just don't film a lot. I film enough to be considered, but... But I do have my fans and the loyalty to them. We were just talking, you and me, about Sarah Jesse. She doesn't really like being called a MILF. She doesn't want to be in the MILF box. Do you want to be in the MILF box? Um, I kind of don't. I can't not be in it. I have the fans that love it. But 
but I do have the problems with um, I'm considered more or less the dad's girlfriend, the hot girlfriend, because as much as I'm as old as I am, um, I definitely don't look it, and um, I pride myself on it. But at the same time, I'm I am uh, 40 plus, so. But you don't look 40 plus, no. and I would be honest with you. You know yeah. me, straight yeah. shooter. What's the most fun scene that you've done since you came back? <clears throat> um, I just started. I just did another interracial scene, which I haven't done in like probably Ooh. eight years. Wow. Um, yeah, I did it. Um, I'm drawing a blank with it, but it's on my website. Um, shoot, it's a good performer. Uh, Rob Piper. I love Rob. Yeah, he's a cutie. And so I did an anal with him, so came back with a bang. I like it. Yeah. You doing any of your own content these days? Yeah, ClaudiaValentineXXX.com. Okay. And, um, yeah. What's on there? Um, I have some DPs. I have some uh, bondage stuff with Puma Sweet. Puma Sweet. Wait, what? Recently? Uh, yeah. Oh, I, I thought Puma was gone. She's back, huh? She's here and there. Yeah. Okay. She mostly films, I think, just girl, girl, and she'll like because she's she films with our another director, Nick, and uh, we just. Have some fun, but I do some DPs, I do some boy girl, MILF stuff. I try to get some more MILF on there, but um, I have to come up with the ideas and it's uh, trying to molest the boy next door. I love it. You know? So, everybody needs to go check this out, especially to see a rare scene of Claudia and Puma together. Um, but They've yeah. got like three or four of them. Oh, okay. Well, then, hey, everybody's got to yeah. check it out. Or just check it out for Claudia. Yeah. So, uh, last thing then, what's your social media? I have Twitter with Claudia Valentine without the E. Really long. And there's Instagram, ITS, it's Claudia B. And uh, Snapchat is be.lovely. Um, yeah, that's about it. My Facebook, I don't really take care of too much. But. I don't either. I don't have one, technically. All right, everybody. The great Claudia Valentine. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Glenn King back. Uh, it's a little loud in here because we're out on the casino floor right near the registration desk. But I got with me uh, a great guy, relatively new in the industry, named Jay. And he's with Jay Bang Presents. And uh, we're just going to find out all about what he does. So, okay, talk to us. What does your company do? Okay, so basically um, we shoot pornographic films. Uh, the, the main brand that I have right now is 18 Auditions. Yeah. And that's basically um, it, 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 a, a lot of the girls, it's their first time shoots, but, but that's not necessary. Like some of the girls have done a couple or maybe, you know, maybe one or two, three amateur films. The main thing is that you, you know, um, it, it's girls that you, you don't really see anywhere else. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's the main brand, and then I have another one that's uh, Porn Star Fuck Buddies, which is just with established porn stars. Um, and then I got two more POV Pound Pieces, which is strictly POV, and then uh, Amateur and Porn Star goes for that. And then the fourth one right now is um, Bob Slobs and Hand Jobs, which is basically. Bob slaps and hand drives. All right, this sounds like a gonzo operation. Sort of, uh, yeah. I yeah. do everything, edit and film it all. And POV, a lot of POV. Um, well, with with no, I've only shot like four of those scenes. I think right now, maybe five. But the the the, made, the, the majority is the eighteen auditions, which I use um, six to eight cams. Okay, so. I have a, um, a POV cam that I, I will just arbitrarily pick up whenever I feel like it, and, and, and like it'll switch to POV, so it's like a mixture. Um, so, like, like at one part of the scene, I might have it POV, and then I'll put the camera down, and then I'll 
pan out to one of the other six to seven cameras. And so I do a lot of split screen and sometimes even like, um, oh, like I two. Got you. Yeah. So, so you have uh, like six stationary cameras yeah, in one. Exactly. And yeah. that's your master. And then then you just um, you got some good software that lets you. Yeah, Adobe. That's cool. Uh, yeah, idea. the Adobe Pro stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Which is great. Very cool. All right, so you are. Um, you came out here. You're going to the seminars. You're networking. You're doing what producers should do to elevate themselves within the industry. Great. And what, so, what have you learned so far that you could share with people that sort of um, want to be like you? The main thing, like what I've learned here this this, this week, you came this to some week? seminars, yeah. Um, which I know they're not doing that many seminars for producers this year. Yeah, which is a shame. Yeah, I've moderated a bunch for them in the past that I thought were really valuable. A lot of people did, but yeah. I mean, I still think all those all the seminars that I went to, like the last one I just left, was um, payment processing. Yeah. So if you're going to be building your own site, which which I am, like my own network, then obviously that's important. So, um, but in terms of what I've learned, um, like me personally, what I what I personally gained is I just talked to the, the clips for sale owner today. Okay. Because I've been number one on many vids like the whole year. Okay. Like, um, so I'm trying so to. So you like, met Neil. I did today. Yes. Right. Exactly. And um, and I was also telling you about that UK documentary that, that they featured yeah, me in. Absolutely. Okay. So that was just like I'm just one of like five or six people. Right. And um, but I, I had gone to the Clip to Sale place and uh, wasn't able to uh, meet him then. But anyways, he was explaining to me how to um, improve sales on Clips for Sale. Now that's the best thing I've learned in terms of like helping people. I would say. This is kind of simple, but it's real. Like you have, like you have to produce content. Like if you're if you're selling um, your clips, let's just say, um, and you're not doing like an ad revenue or, or that Pornhub, uh, what's it, what's it, premium? Uh, Pornhub premium. Yeah, that's right. I hate that shit. But anyways, um, I'm so against that. But um, anyways, uh, if you're selling your clips, you have to create something that people want to buy. Yeah. Like. As, as stupid as that sounds, like, yep. like, but you have the quality level in this day and age. You have to have the quality that are going to make people like purchase it. And and I actually have, I actually have scenes that I'll never release because I just feel that the quality level is not there. Yeah. So that I would be the too. main that's, that's thing that to help people in this day and age that, that I can, you know. What's more important, lighting, sound, uh, a good set, good wardrobe? You know, honestly, I suck at lighting. And I'm just not, I'm just like a total hack with that stuff. I think the most important thing is is really the girl. Just the girl being beautiful. And and from, from my particular productions, the most important thing is that the girl is as like natural as possible. Because for my main brand, the H and Audition stuff, it's, it, these are like real girls. And that's what my customers like, as well as I do. Well, I'll contribute then. I'll tell you um, what this man understands is that you have to understand what your customer's looking for. He knows his marketplace. He says he wants to do natural because he his audience is interested in natural. And I would tell any young producer, any relatively new producer, that don't listen to all the people that are going to tell you what to do without knowing your audience. Yeah. Start by knowing your... Because I hear this stuff like, well, never shoot girls with tattoos because tattoo girls don't sell. Well, maybe that's true, but it depends on which who your audience is. Sure. Joanna Ains is not going to sure. tell you that tattoo girls don't sell. Sure, exactly. Um, I won't tell you that. For my audience of female domination stuff, tattoo girls sell great. Uh, you know, but it depends on what you're doing. You got to know your audience. So that's great that you're taking the time to do this. And another example that this fella is can provide for everybody is 
he didn't um, he didn't wait for it to come to him. He went to the coach for sale booth. He shoved his way in there. He said, I'd like to meet yeah. Neil. They told him Neil's not here. He said, I'll come back. He came back. And and then Neil is happy to talk to anybody. In yeah, fact, Neil actually is. gives out his cell phone number yeah, on does. the site. So any producer, if you want to be in the business, you do that. Go to the shows. Talk to the people. Don't just uh, DM a producer on Instagram and say, tell me how to do everything. you right, got to go right, hustle. Right. This man's doing it. Right. Especially if you're asking questions that are just a Google search away. Yeah. You're like, why waste my fucking time with something that you can easily find on Google that doesn't show any initiative? Yeah. You know Ooh. what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. No, I get You should see my Instagram yeah. DMs. Yeah. Um, so who have you shot that you like best so far? Can you throw some names out of your favorite scenes? Favorite scenes. I would say there's a. I, I actually went to Japan in, in July, just or yeah, July, just to shoot with this girl who's blown up all over Pornhub, and this is right before she blew up. It's Ray Little Black. I don't know if you. No, okay. Really. So she's okay. a, just an amateur model. Yeah. Um, but she is like she blew up. She has like 150,000 subscribers now, and, and wow. she had like but this is in within five months on Pornhub, and 80,000 subscribers on Instagram. So that was probably. One of the best ones. Uh, we did like three films, and then the one, the first film was like the third best or the third um, highest selling film on many bits for the month of July, which is like, I, you know, including the cam girl. So that was like pretty awesome. But I would say probably her or um, maybe a couple of the uh, uh, amateur girls, which no one would know. All right. So what's the most Exciting thing you've done on this trip? Have you been to the parties? Uh, what do you enjoy about the ABN show? I like meeting people and just honestly, yeah. I'm, I'm real like I work all the time and I'm constantly like business oriented. Yeah. I don't drink or do drugs or anything, so like um, everything's just about meeting people like yourself, you know, come yeah. here and whatever. Um, so just those types of and meeting Neil today and yeah. talking to him. So yeah. I, I, that, that type of thing is what I enjoy. Yeah, I like that you you're know? thinking about a multi. Uh, a multi-distribution strategy as well as opposed to you can't make a living off just mini vids or no. just one you really got to do a little bit of everything yeah one more question for sure. you i just want to get a fun story sure. out of you here uh what's gone wrong on your set so far like give me your best wrong. story where oh something was a disaster okay all right yeah so i shot this three-way and my friend was was the camera person okay and this is one something that no one's ever going to see. This is one of those things that I just I'm sitting on. You bet. Now, now the girls didn't look that good. Okay. This is just something where like where I did one I did one shoot like right before that, and then the girl had to leave, and I needed to get another clip. And these girls are at the house, and I'm like, I just like hot. I just needed. To, I wanted to fuck again, right? So I was like, oh, I'll shoot you. <laughs> and I'll and shoot you too. Just to be clear, you don't use a makeup artist. I'm taking it right. No, because no, no. There's no there's no way to fix it if the girl shows up and she's looking horrible when that happens. When there's yeah. No makeup artist. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. And um, I just let them do it themselves. So anyways, long story short, um, I basically, uh, I did this three-way. And then when it was time to, like, you know, do the uh, do the cum shot, I actually, like, nutted on my friend. <laughs> right. I fucking of nutted course. on my yes. friend. Yeah. I've done that. Yeah. Well, okay. it happens. We shot one in the cage one time where it's like a, so the camera's in the cage. Yeah. So it's like a POV thing where supposedly the slave guy has been locked into the cage. So I'm standing there getting a blowjob, and I was on my game that day, and I, I popped, and, you know, it, it traveled like four feet into the cage yeah. onto my cameraman's face yeah. or something like that. Yeah. It was with Brianna Banks. And then he was, I was like, 
we'll keep this between you and me. We'll never yeah. talk about it again. Yeah. Every time Brianna sees him, my cameraman, production manager, is like, hey, there he is, all come face guy. Yeah. Let's see it. Yeah. They don't let you let it down. But that's good, yeah. Yeah, no, good. he won't let it. He keeps bringing it up and up and up and up. And that's fine. <laughs> I, do, right. I, I just I just lie and say that the, that the scene doesn't exist, and I tell him I actually tell him I say, you remember that time you shot that three-way and nutted on me? I just put it on him. Oh, I put mine up. <laughs> uh, okay, then then let's just go over your social media one more time, tell sure. everybody where to find you. Okay, so it's um, Twitter's H and Auditions at H and Auditions. Um, the, the sites are H and Auditions.com, JBankPresents.com, and then what else? Instagram. I'm not really working that yet, but that's something I got to improve on. H and Auditions or JBank Presents with not an S but with a Z at that. There he is, everybody. J from JBank Presents. Thank you. Everybody, Glenn King back for another interview of my podcast. It's one of my all-time favorite doms. I think if there was like a dom hall of fame, the, t- the first inductee with unanimous votes would be Sierra Lynch over here. I can't disagree with that. And <laughs> so you are famous now, not only for all the stuff from the last time I saw you, now you have your own movie. Yes. Is that out yet? Where do we stand on this thing here? No, it's not quite out. It is finished. Totally done. We've submitted it to a bunch of film festivals, and we're kind of just playing the waiting game to hear back, because whatever film festival accepts it, they're going to want the premiere. So it's a little up in the air exactly when it's going to come out, but definitely this year. That is awesome. Yeah. What's in the movie? Like, tell people how this, what's it about? So, it's a uh, documentary slash erotic thriller. It's about me. It's about a guy who um, comes in and he's a, he does documentaries and he wants to do a documentary about my life and he gets a little too involved and things spin out of control. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I can't wait to see something. I think I donated to this, so. Oh, fuck yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Appreciate um, it. So, yeah, we I'm had a Kickstarter a couple years yes, ago. Yes, it's a Kickstarter. So, um. So I'm glad to hear that it's come along. So let's try to ask you a controversial question and see. Because okay. you're always somebody sort of outspoken about what people should and shouldn't do in the industry. I think you, like myself, believe there's probably not necessarily a line for censorship. I mean, maybe somewhere there is. But what do you think of sort of the debate in the industry about where the line should be, about what's okay for content and what isn't? Um, I, I personally believe as long as everyone's consenting, it's all right. Right. And our erotic imagination is not politically correct, you know? Absolutely. We go to a lot of dark places, and that's okay, you know? As long as everyone's on board and as long as everyone's agreed uh, that this is okay, you know? Then I think anyone looking from the outside in that gets offended or thinks it's too far needs to remind themselves that it's not meant for them. I made a clip one time that, that uh, I wouldn't say got me in trouble, but it got some people mad at me. It was called Kill Your Wife for Me. Uh, and it had like a hot girl of some sorts, and you know, the basic deal is that she told her husband to kill the wife. And people got confused on my end, and I tried to explain to some of these girls that were mad at me that it's not that we're suggesting that you kill your wife, it's all about the guy's fantasy of just being so in lust that he does something completely stupid, like killing his wife. Now, you, awesome. one better than me, your clip was called Kill Yourself for Me, I believe. Yeah, I've had Kill Yourself. I've had Kill Your Parents before. Nice. Kill Your Parents. <laughs> I'm writing that down here. Um, yeah, it's a fantasy. You know, we watch Hollywood movies that have all sorts of violence and rape and all that. We all understand that that is make-believe. Uh, maybe, I guess some people get confused with fetish videos, but I'm not sure why. I don't personally see the difference. To answer the Dom who had been in the business two months, when she started telling me she knew more about this than I, 
17 years. Uh, how many guys actually killed themselves after you got that clip? Like maybe 20 or 30? Or um, you, you know, roughly uh, zero. Yes. Yeah, roughly zero. Zero. Yeah. So I hope the person that... I just blocked her. But, you know, <laughs> Sounds like you got a bone to pick. Understand. Uh, no, because I don't... Whenever somebody comes at me on Twitter with any kind of thing, I just block them. I don't engage with people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I probably got the idea from the clip. <laughs> from, Maybe. From you, from all the great stuff that you've done. So people, go check out Sierra Lynch. Uh, what do you, you have a website now. She's a membership site. Yeah, you can find me at sierralynch.com. It's C-E-A-R-A-L-Y-N-C-H. Go check it out. It's a membership site. You get a hell of a lot of content. I've looked at it. I might have joined it. I can't remember what I have and haven't done. Probably did. Um, there's so much great in your in your head content. It's it's all Sierra probing you yeah. psychologically, finding what gets you. It's and a mind is the ultimate mindfuck site. There's so much content on there. You got to go join it. So go follow her at Twitter. Uh, I am at. Uh, at Ciara underscore Lynch. Go follow her on Twitter. Go join her website. She's the ultimate best, Ciara Lynch. Thank you, Ciara. All right, thank you. Okay, everybody, I'm back um, with another hottie. This one is an absolutely stunning, beautiful woman who is both a great porn performer and a, um, a fitness expert as well. She is the great Naomi Star. Naomi Star. Yes, hello, everyone. <laughs> okay, so you've been in the porn industry for maybe, what, three, four years now? Three years, correct. And you sort of gone through a little bit of a transformation. Yes, <laughs> definitely. So what's the difference between the Naomi of four years ago and now? Um, well, I have boots now. Yeah. So, yeah. So now I can, you know, play with these and have more confidence, which, I mean, I do, uh, I got into CrossFit two years ago, and so I know that I can alter my body and with working out, but obviously the only thing that I can't alter, no matter how much exercise I do, are my boots. So. That's why I decided to make the decision and go ahead with it. And I found an excellent surgeon who I had confidence that it wasn't going to hinder too much with my physical training that I do. Yeah. Okay. So now you're the fitness porn star all of a sudden here. And what are you, uh, how are you sort of using it to brand yourself? Do you have your own content that you're putting up on OnlyFans? Yes. Yeah. I'm planning on now with the Naomi Star 2.0, I'm planning on shooting a lot more content um, and really working the whole, you know, a lot of people uh, like the whole dominatrix yeah. aspect because right. I have the muscles for it um, and being Asian helps. So I'm totally going to play with that and, and do that a lot more shooting this year. Okay, let's talk about that then because I've talked to some of the other Asian porn stars out here. Some of them uh, feel like they're really happy to have people call them Asian and think of themselves uh, being in the Asian category because it sort of opens them up to the market of guys who are really into Asian women. Uh, and they feel like that makes them stronger as a performer. Others that I've talked to said, I don't want to be stuck in the Asian box. And I feel like it's an insult when somebody just says you're a hot, you're a hot Asian instead of just saying you're a hot lady. No, I, I, can, I can see both points. I understand, obviously. I mean, it's a little, I would say you can, being 
uh, in the adult industry and being Asian, I definitely think that you, I remember reading in Aza Kira's book and her first uh, memoir yeah. and touching on this and about how she didn't mind it because it just meant that it, she was always probably going to be cast for whatever Asian movies. So she's like, I'm going to use that to my advantage. So as business-wise, it just made sense to her because that just meant more money and more scenes. Right. So I think, you know, but I understand that some people are sensitive to it because you just want to be like, oh, just look at me as this beautiful performer, this beautiful person. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so you're kind of in the middle somewhere yeah. on that subject. What would you say is your specialty as a performer then? Oh, my specialty. Oh, I really like giving head. I would say, yeah. Okay. It's a power thing to me. Yeah. So that's that's why it's, I really appreciate doing that. There you go, Naomi Star. She's a dominatrix. She's an Asian. She's a head giver. She's a fitness person. When is your next fitness uh, event? So, and, uh, and what's your Instagram so people can uh, see Yes, my Instagram is sexy underscore Naomi, which I spell N-Y-O-M-I underscore star. And my next uh, pop I'm going to attempt to do the CrossFit Open. I don't know if I can do RX or if I have to do scale since I'm still recovering from my breast augmentation surgery. There you go. <laughs> All right, everybody. The great Naomi Star. One more time. Your Twitter? Oh, my Twitter is sexy underscore Naomi XX. There you go. All right, everybody. Naomi Star. Check her out. Thank you. Okay, Glenn King back with you guys. And this time I'm with the super hot and talented and kind of tall, actually, Gia Vendetti. All right, Gia. Um, Hello. Hi there. So what are you uh, – this is your first ABN, I believe, right? That's my second, actually. But last year I only had, like, a couple of scenes out, so now people probably recognize me this time. <laughs> and this year you have actual nominations that you're proud of. Well, kind of, yeah. I mean, that series, that niche series, it's up for nomination. Okay, and what's that series? Because I happen to be very familiar with it. <laughs> it's Mean Cuckold POV3. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Great scene in there. Um, I think we did the scene with the uh, the guy with the briefcase full of cash. Yes. That um, pays you basically to let cuckold your boyfriend and we humiliate your boyfriends. Because I got to pay rent. So. That's right. <laughs> we enjoy that. I enjoy that scene quite a bit. Um, okay, so what are you up to these days? Have you started in on your OnlyFans yet and all that stuff? Stuff, or are you just doing scenes right now? Uh, it's just scenes. I've been doing like a lot of custom videos and like Skype shows and stuff. But um, I need to start being more active on OnlyFans and many events. But okay, but people want to get these Skype shows and custom. Yeah. So where do they I've done a lot of custom. Um, just my DMs on social media, just so I kind of like know who I'm talking to. You know. <laughs> okay. Well, what's your social media then? Um, my Instagram is official Gia Vendetti, and my Twitter is just Gia Vendetti. Okay. So, like, just, like, what's a typical Skype show like? Is it, like, sort of a, a date kind of thing? Are you soft and nice? Or are you raunchy and, like, <laughs> I do what they or? ask. Some guys want me to, like, hug them or make them feel humiliated while they're jacking off or something. Yeah. Or sometimes it's just, like, a hot, steamy, like, masturbating session. We just watch each other get off. Wait, so ever but. since you did that cuckold scene, now you got guys who want to be your cuck? Yeah, actually, I love it. <laughs> you saw me be mean to you on Skype, okay, it's fine. All right, people, if you want to go be Gia Vendetti's cuckold, here's what you do. You go find her on Twitter, uh, and once again, it's just, what was it again, your just, Twitter? Uh, Gia Vendetti. Just Gia Vendetti on Twitter. Easy. Tell her you want to be her cuck, and she will, she will do it. I'll gladly accept. All right, people, good talking to you, Gia. Thank you.
All right, everybody, Glenn King back with another interview, and this time it's the wonderfully hot and sexy Eve Patel. Eve, how would you describe yourself? Because you're really a lot of things. I am, and I am a mistress, dom, goddess, foot fetishist, um, all sorts of things that encompass everything that's niche and fetish, but not necessarily pornographic or nude, so that way everybody gets a little taste of something. Right. Um, let's go back to your beginning, because you were a stripper before you got into um, doing these things. I think that's fantastic. I think people don't realize um, just how inside of heads you get to go when you're a stripper. Oh, absolutely. It's almost like being a bartender where they say, you know, it's it's your therapist almost to where somebody comes in and, and they talk to you about the things that they want to let go. And so to really get into their minds, they, they, they open the window right up for us to just peer right in. And so to have that insight on men's minds and how they work and my first experiences with the foot fetish and, yeah. and them taking off my shoes during a lap dance instead of me dancing it was something to where that all really fed into my whole drive on what I do for my clips. Okay, so you met foot fetish guy while you're stripping mm-hmm. with their sides. Ball kicking guys? Anybody want you to kick them the balls while you're stripping? You know what? I had the guys that didn't necessarily want the ball kicking, but they wanted me to bounce on them to where it hurt. They wanted my knee to be right there when I did the somersault flip into their lap. They wanted an ending with a knee or something to where they definitely... They let on, but they weren't quite as open and okay. transparent. Yeah. <laughs> you really never found any of the really freaks that... Um, I've never had breast milk come out of my breast, but breast milk. the ones that wanted to absolutely just milk me. And I was like, are they going to come back with their coffee later? Because... <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so then you took that and you transformed it into making money off of clips yeah. by basically taking what you learned putting it on video. It started out with foot fetish stuff because of what I had been introduced to at the club. And so I started doing can crushing and balloon popping with my feet. And then started getting requests for more and more detailed things. And that's where CBD came into. So where it's cotton ball torture. They want me to pretend that that, that chocolate cake that I'm stepping in is their balls and I'm smushing them. And, and that's where I ended up finding my true love in Femdom. There you go. All right. So you've been at this Dom game for a couple of years now. What advice do you have for that, you know, girl who's really just starting out? Well, one is always stay true to yourself and what you're comfortable with because there's all sorts of things that are out there. and You don't have to do what everybody else is doing. I found my own niche. But the other thing is making sure that you're not just insta-doming. You don't assume that, oh, I come in here and I tell them, motherfuckers, you owe me something treat me like a princess absolutely we all should be treated like goddesses but you have to earn a little bit of that clout before you start throwing it around so make sure that you're paying attention to the other professional doms and take a note from their books sometimes yeah tell me if you agree with me because i think a percentage of doms don't actually understand that the sub is the customer and that doesn't mean the customer is always right but what it does mean is that it is a job and it's your job to actually understand the fantasies of the customer and and provide a service 
that fulfills those fantasies. Well, and that's exactly why I love catering to the, the, the niche stuff more than anything else is because they come to me and they want to see me using a match on a matchbox to see the flicker of my bicep muscle in the candlelight. So for that kind of stuff, it's all about knowing exactly what they want and catering to that within my limits. There are things that I don't do if they request that. That's simply something I don't do. You don't have to... Not everybody's going to fit in the same box. Everybody is individual and their their fantasies are all going to be unique. So really, that's part of our job is, is diving into that and knowing the questions to ask because a lot of times they're so shy, you know. Some of these fetish people, they, they've been very quiet about it their whole lives. So you have to be able to learn how to bring it out of them. Yeah, yeah. So that's great. Okay. Well, tell people where they can find you. Uh, Twitter and everything is basically at Eve Patel. E-V-E-B-A-T-E-L-L-E. Um, same with my email. I have just started my premium Snapchat. So hit me up on my regular Snapchat and we'll uh, just cut. There you go. Everybody, go check her out. She's Eve Patel. Thank you so much, Eve. Thank you. All right, peeps, that wraps up this week's episode of Let's Talk Adult. Lots more coming, so stay tuned. Checking in next week. Now, we did our part today by providing you entertainment, so it's time for you to do your part, and all we want you to do is subscribe. So whether you're on iTunes or Spotify or TuneIn or iHeartRadio or YouTube uh, or Google Play, just go in there, hit the subscribe button, and we'd also appreciate if you would give us a review. Give us that five-star review. Tell us how much you like it so that other people will tune in and enjoy the program as well. We thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back next week with another Let's Talk Adults. This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing new Firehouse Pairs. Pair your favorite small sub with a signature side, like the awesome five-cheese mac and cheese. And remember, a portion of every purchase at Firehouse Subs goes towards helping first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations only, Firehouse Subs will donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase. This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing new Firehouse Pairs. Pair your favorite small sub with a signature side, like the awesome five-cheese mac and cheese. And remember, a portion of every purchase at Firehouse Subs goes towards helping first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations only, Firehouse Subs will donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase.